Lord, that is our prayer, Father, that we would be in the presence of the all-consuming one. God, would you speak now? And may we praise your name. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Please be seated. Hey, I want you to look to your neighbor and say, welcome to live. Look at your, look at your other neighbor and say, are you ready to see what God has for you? Uh, this past week, my wife and I got to make a fun announcement that we were expecting our fourth child. Uh, many of you saw that. Thank you. And uh, you notice that, that uh, we're having a little girl, which means we're going to have one boy and three girls. So I do covet your prayers. Thank you so much for those. Um, one of the best things about being a daddy is watching my kids learn new things. And for many of you, you might be able to remember uh, when you were a small kid and you learned new things, or maybe you see small children and they play games with you. One of my favorite games to play with my kids, and maybe you still do it today, is peekaboo. How many of y'all still play peekaboo with little kids? Or how about, I mean, you could do it right now if you want to do peekaboo. And, and no matter where you're at or who you are, it's universally accepted as like, a, oh, this is fun. And then where'd you go? Peekaboo. It's a really fun game. And it's, it's really interesting to watch little kids' reactions when they finally realize, okay, you're not there. You're there. You're not there. You're there. And when they begin seeing for the first time that you're still there and it's a game, their eyes open up to the possibilities of something brand new. I'm gonna show you a quick clip of a video. When I watch these things, I'm absolutely taken back by technology and things that we can do to lift the veil, if you will, to opportunity. And so here's just a quick clip I thought was really interesting with a small child who couldn't hear and now can hear and for the first time heard their parents' voices. So check this out, watch this. We go, it's coming back on, and he's back on again. See how he turns? Hi, Jonathan. Stop the sucking. Yeah. Hi. That's good. That's Could you good. hear that? <laughs> Hi, sweetie. Could you hear that? <laughs> Hi. Hi. You got that, Dad, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Hi, Jonathan. <gasps> we call that a late Christmas present. <laughs> Hi. Good job, buddy. That's really good. Did you notice the expression on his face? How excited he was for the very first time he heard mommy's voice. He heard daddy's voice. And he was smiling ear to ear and he couldn't believe what he was hearing. He was so filled with joy. The past two weeks have been incredible, right? We were in Pensacola and Biloxi. Ah, there you go. And I gotta be honest with you. Uh, God hit me with a passage of scripture that I, that I began praying over every single one of us um, while we were at Beach Retreat and even in the days ahead. It's a, it's a scripture found in 2 Corinthians chapter 3. If you have a Bible, open up to that. Or if you're taking notes, jot down these notes. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, beginning in verse 16, Paul writes, he says, but whenever someone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. For the Lord is the Spirit, and wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. So all of us 
who will have that veil removed can see and reflect the glory of God. And the Lord, who is the Spirit, makes us more and more like him as we are changed into his glorious image. And the reason why I believe God put this verse on my heart to share with, with you tonight is that for many of us, we experience God in a brand new way. And for many of you, you were changed. And the veil that Paul was talking about was a veil, was a covering over your eyes that you could not see God in his glory and his majesty. And at Beach Retreater, for whatever moment it was for you, at some point, the veil was taken up over your eyes and then you could begin seeing. It was as you began singing God for the very first time or in a brand new way. And Paul is mentioning Moses here, just like Moses was mentioning the Israelites, is that we are blinded in a dark world, we're blinded by sin, we're blinded by separation from God because of our sin. But because of Jesus, the one who is and is to come, Jesus is the one who removes the veil over our eyes and that we're lost in darkness and sin, but Jesus says, I've got a plan and purpose and I have forgiveness for you. And for many of you, and my prayer for all of us at some point, when that veil is taken off and it's removed and we have received the forgiveness of Jesus, we've repented of our sins and we've received the love of God, that we would have the same reaction, almost like that of a child, that for the very first time, we would be filled with joy, filled with the Spirit, and we'd be smiling ear to ear. If you were here this past weekend, we got to watch a pretty powerful video. It's known as the Beach Retreat Reflections video. And it gave us a snapshot and a glimpse of everything that God did during those two weeks. I remember sitting in these chairs this weekend and watching this video, and there was a particular story that jumped out to me it grabbed me, grabbed my attentions. So I'm gonna give you something to look for while we watch this clip. Look for the moment the veil is lifted. Watch this video. If a typhoon hit right now, I honestly don't feel like I belong in heaven because I haven't done everything I need to do to deserve it. That's the amazing thing is it doesn't matter. You don't have to clean yourself up. You don't have to be good in order to accept salvation from God. You, you say, I do, and then that's it. That's it? That's it, man. That's the amazing part. The thing about that. He's forgiving like that? Yes. Think about that. A new mind, a new heart, a new will, a new purpose, a new life. up and I felt revived and you feel clean. Did you see it? Did you see it? That moment he's sitting there and he realizes for the very first time that he doesn't have to do anything but that Jesus is the one who forgave him of his sins and cleaned him and changed him and made him brand new. 
Before, he couldn't see that because he was trying to do it on, a, on his own. He was blinded. And the veil was still covering his eyes and covering his heart. And in a, in a moment's notice, what happened? He heard and he believed. He repented of his sins and he asked for forgiveness. And Jesus changed his life. And did you see what happens, happened later? He stepped forward and boldly proclaimed, listen, I'm a changed person. Jesus changed my life. And he was baptized to publicly profess that inward decision to say, Jesus has taken the veil off my eyes and now I see Jesus and I, I live for Jesus now. With nobody moving and no distractions, I'm gonna invite you to bow your heads and close your eyes for a moment, open your hearts up just to, to see what God might be doing tonight in your life. Maybe God is stirring up something in your heart and he's speaking to you right now. And he's trying to lift the veil and he's saying, will you open your eyes and will you see me in my greatness and my glory and my majesty? Will you see my love for you? Will you see how I poured out my love for you, God says, that he sent Jesus because he loves you so much. He sent Jesus to forgive you of your sins. If you're willing to walk away from those sins and begin walking with Jesus, you can experience a relationship with God tonight. You can be changed just like our friend in the video. Maybe that's you. Maybe that veil is being uncovered right now. And your eyes are seeing God for the first time tonight. And God's saying, I want to change you. I want to make you brand new. I want to give you a new life, a new purpose, and a new heart. God's turning someone's heart tonight. Do you see him? Is that moment for you right now and you're smiling ear to ear because you see God and his love for you? If tonight you're willing to say, man, I need this love and I need to, I need to ask for forgiveness of my sins and I need to receive God's love, I'm gonna ask you right now, right where you're at, to speak to God through prayer. I want you to pray this to him right where you're at. You say, Lord Jesus, Thank you for loving me. Thank you for dying for my sins. I confess to you, Lord. I am a sinner. I walk away from that to begin walking with you. Thank you, Jesus, for overcoming sin, for rising again, and for giving me life. May I be forever changed from this moment on.